All right, let's go to John chapter number 1 and uh, be ready with your Bibles. We're going to be turning to quite a few uh, pages uh, in the Bible. We're going to start where we started off uh, this morning, and then we're going to jump off from there about the topic, uh, Is Jesus God? Uh, and uh, I referenced this morning the, the question uh, posed to me uh, this week in a text, uh, and uh, my answer uh, in short, and uh, part of my answer was, um, and then there are a lot of other verses, all right, uh, it, because I just couldn't in a text, and, and I kind of gave him my first response, uh, and then waited for a reply, and uh, when he, you know, he said, thank you, uh, that, that answers the, the question, uh, I, then I kind of moved on from there, but uh, if I was to sit down with him, I would give him much of what I'm giving you, uh, or going to give you uh, tonight from the Bible. Uh, is Jesus God? If you've been saved for any length of time and reading your Bible, uh, you know that He is. Uh, and, uh, but when we get to explaining it uh, to somebody, I mean, there's a lot of things in my Christian life. I mean, if you just, all you had uh, is your testimony, you didn't have a lick of Bible uh, to give to somebody, you can explain what Jesus has done for you, uh, and, uh, and that could be uh, a witness to somebody. Uh, but uh, it's always good to, uh, to have some Bible. Uh, to be able to give to someone, because God's promise is, is attached to His Word. And so the more Bible that you can give someone about any topic, uh, uh, the better off that we are, uh, because uh, we just try to convince people. Um, well, it's hard to convince somebody the truth. Like, for example, tonight I'm going to show you that Jesus is God from the Bible. And if someone doesn't believe that the Bible is God's Word, um, uh, they're going to struggle just with all of that. They want proof outside of Scripture, uh, and and by the way, there are uh, some of those, and I'll point to a little bit uh, about that. <clears throat> In fact, there are even um, there's ways and there's books. There's there's things that, from an academic standpoint, from a numerology standpoint, from uh, historical uh, standpoints, there are things that you can give to people to read. Uh, that will help uh, to convince them of the accuracy or, uh, you know, uh, of the Bible uh, and that the Bible is God's Word. But uh, it's still not our responsibility to convince everybody that the Bible is God's Word. Uh, we're just simply supposed to give it uh, to people. Uh, and we're not responsible for the results. Uh, we need to be uh, content with uh, or at least, uh, uh, you know, knowing that we've done what we can and giving people uh, the Word of God. In John chapter number 1, in verse number 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Uh, and, the, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless uh, tonight's uh, meeting. Uh, and Lord, just speak to our hearts from your word, please. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so we know that uh, um, and believe that God's, uh, it, our, the Son of God is God, um, that He's existed from eternity past and will uh, through eternity future. Uh, but we're just going to look at uh, the claims uh, of uh, Jesus being God by Jesus Himself. Uh, but then also uh, his followers, the apostles, the disciples, those that followed him uh, in the claims that they had made. Uh, and then some scriptures uh, surround that. So I've got a lot of Bible verses uh, to cover. So are you ready? Set? All right, here we go. Uh, turn to John chapter number 10. Uh, we're in the book of John. Uh, these are uh, verses from the Gospels uh, and, uh, and elsewhere of Jesus uh, claiming to be God. 
Uh, and uh, take, for example, the words of Jesus in John chapter number 10 and verse number 30, uh, where he says, I and my Father are one. All right. Uh, you know, like there, there are times where, you know, we could say like, well, we know if you're, if you're married, the Bible says you're one flesh. Um, but, but, we're, but we take and understand that spiritually. Our bodies belong to our spouse, etc. Uh, but, uh, but we're actually two distinct people. I'm Bob and she's Amy. All right. And, uh, but there's a oneness that is there. There's a oneness principle in the Bible and the local church. Uh, we talk about that in soul winning, and, and we're all part of a body, and there's a one, oneness principle that is there. But this is different. Uh, the words are different. Uh, when you look them up and study that, he says, I and my Father are one. Uh, and we need only to look at the Jews' reaction uh, to his statement uh, to know that he was claiming to be God, because they tried to stone him, all right? Uh, so it wasn't like, you know, me and, me and uh, my Father like this. Uh, or we're just one, uh, one in, in, in mind or one in, uh, in, in ideology. Uh, it, they're saying he's the same. And it was blasphemy uh, to the Jews for him to make that claim. They tried to stone him for that re- reason. He says, thou, uh, in verse number 33, thou being a man, makest thyself God. Uh, so they understood in the context what he was trying to say. Uh, and, of course, it is true the Jews understood exactly what Jesus was claiming. Uh, he was claiming deity. He was claiming to be God uh, in the flesh. Why it's important, as I, I kind of referenced a little bit, uh, when Bible versions attack the deity of Christ, uh, we should be against that. Uh, and it doesn't matter about readability or, uh, or you know, all, the, all of the excuses that people use. Uh, for using um, uh, Bible perversions, all right? And you say, well, that's kind of that's harsh. It is, uh, but it's true. Um, our English Bible, the King James Bible, uh, is the only English Bible that was translated uh, from uh, a non-corrupt Greek text. Uh, so even the New King James Version uh, is translated from a Westcott Hort text. It's not just making, it's not going to the Greek Texas Receptus and uh, in redoing uh, the King James. Uh, it's, it's vital and it's important. And God's promise to preserve His Word. Uh, so uh, again, um, when these verses, uh, well, uh, in fact, if, you're, if your Bible says, I and the Father are one, all right, you've got an improper version. It's I and my Father are one. Uh, so, so just the, the change there, whatever, what is that, uh, uh, Mr. English professor, my uh, to the, what are those words? All right. All right. So, so we can see just, uh, just by the changing of that one word changes the whole kind of tenor uh, of the verse itself. Uh, but like the English Standard Version, for example, uh, uses the word the, Instead of my, uh, and all through that version attacks the deity, a deity of Christ. Um, but uh, that's, by the way, one of the most popular versions uh, amongst um, um, New Baptists and uh, a lot of different groups. Uh, and it's not, um, you know, benign. Uh, it is. It is something that is something we watch out for. Uh, and uh, if you just, you know, there's part of you know being pastor of this church where it's like, hey, take my word for it. Uh, you know, we use the King James Bible, and there are reasons, uh, but there are lots of reasons, okay? 
so uh, just be mindful of that. But if you ever do have questions uh, about that, I um, uh, sure would love to help you. So uh, he says, uh, Jesus, when Jesus declared, I and my Father are one, he was saying that he and the Father uh, are, of, are the same, uh, of one true nature and essence. John, uh, John 10, 33 uh, said that we're being a man, make us thyself to be God. Uh, John 8, verse 58 uh, John 8, verse 58 is another example uh, where the Bible says, And Jesus it, said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. All right? Before Abraham was, I am. It's not before Abraham was, I was. Uh, and he says, I am. And it's also, of course, uh, a reference to Exodus chapter number 3 uh, in verse number 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Uh, so Jesus, speaking to a Jewish crowd, uh, when he says before Abraham, who they love, uh, and uh, Father Abraham, uh, he says before Abraham was, and if you can imagine him sitting there, uh, before Abraham was, and just listening, he says, I am. And, they're, and, and it's kind of like, you know, in today's vernacular, they can be saying, I see what you did there. Um, but he made claim that he was Jehovah God by using the words, I am. Uh, that's a reference to uh, the I am, uh, God being the I am. The Jews who heard that, uh, again, responded by taking up stones to kill him uh, for blasphemy. Leviticus 24, 16 says, And he that blasphemeth the name of the Lord, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him as well as the stranger, as he that is born in the land when he blasphemeth the name of the Lord shall be put to death. All right. Um, you know, even today we know that we're under grace and not under the law. Um, but it should, it should absolutely rub you completely the wrong way uh, when somebody takes the name of our Lord in vain and blasphemes him. Uh, and, uh, and you may have uh, a... Toleration, uh, if I could put it that way, we've been, we've been hardened, I guess. Um, we've been f- too familiar, familiarized uh, with curse words. And, uh, and I used to, by the way, before I got saved, I'd curse every other word. Um, and nobody had to tell me uh, once I got saved that I shouldn't do that. Right. Right? I knew instinctively uh, because God had, uh, had changed me. And I remember uh, the last, very last swear word I said out loud uh, and, uh, and, and it grieves our, our Father. The Bible says, A froward mouth doth the Lord hate. Uh, and, uh, but we've, we've grown so accustomed. In fact, even in, in, in Christian circles, we have like Bible swear words. And I'm not talking about replacing things, but just taking words from the Bible that mean one thing uh, and using it uh, in a way that it's not really biblical. It's a biblical word. In fact, I've called preachers on it. Uh, and here's what I do, by the way, if I hear a preacher use a word that's a Bible word, uh, but uh, we'll just say talking about being angry. All right. Um, I say, no, uh, th- you know, I appreciate if you wouldn't use that word. Well, I'm, you know, it's a, it is, but that's not what it means. And uh, and so so please don't use it. And uh, some pastors have been receptive of that. Some haven't liked it, but I really don't care. Uh, and the Bible says that. Uh, you know, we should say, we need to speak up uh, and, uh, and say when we're offended. Uh, and it's not so much that I'm offended uh, at, uh, at that word. It's just that they need to understand that that's not a word that they should use, especially being a pastor. 
Uh, but um, if you heard me using those words all the time, you think it'd be okay uh, to use them in yourself. I'm just letting you know it isn't. All right, and uh, God, it, God hates it. And if God hates it, then we should uh, we should uh, watch that. But when somebody takes the name of the Lord in vain, one hundred percent, call them on it, and uh, and just say, I don't really appreciate you and use the name of my heavenly Father uh, that way. Say, so people are going to think I'm a weirdo. So what? Um, it's blasphemy. And in the Old Testament, you did it, you got killed. Uh, and so just kind of checking somebody on it uh, uh, in, in being polite about it really is, is light <laughs> uh, compared to what, uh, what God... So if it's a, if it's a stoning uh, offense, um, then, uh, and you think of all, what, all the other stoning types of offenses, uh, and it's important uh, that we, we check people on it. So he's, when he said, I am... Uh, that was a, uh, a, a crime to them that was punishable by death. And when you think of uh, all that led to uh, Jesus uh, being crucified, of course, the plan of God was involved in all of that. Uh, and uh, that was one of the primary uh, reasons is because they believed Jesus to be blasphemous. So Jesus, is Jesus God? Jesus claimed to be God. Uh, and I give you just a few verses. Of course, there's a lot more uh, as we go through uh, these verses. But uh, his claim to that uh, was because he is God. Uh, and uh, it was uh, prophesied uh, and fulfilled in Jesus Christ, uh, born in Bethlehem, Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, and, uh, and he is the God-man. Is Jesus God? Well, his followers... <clears throat> excuse me, declared him to be God. Turn to, uh, we're in John 1, 1 a moment ago, but look at verse number 14 in the Gospel of John and uh, verse number 14. The Bible says, and if you read from verse 1 all the way down uh, through the, really the, uh, the whole chapter uh, in some respects, but here in verse 14 it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So what John does is he reiterates the concept of Jesus' deity uh, by saying the Word, Jesus was God, the Word was made flesh, in verse number 14. Uh, and uh, these verses clearly indicate that Jesus is God in the flesh. The Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and they're testifying it because we beheld the glory of the only begotten. And then remember, uh, you know, we got um, John... Uh, there's also, uh, you know, the, uh, people were present at his baptism and, you know, saw the, the Spirit descending like a dove and, uh, and heard a voice out of heavens as my beloved Son, right, whom I'm well pleased. There are many evidences of it with the disciples, the followers of Jesus. Uh, but um, the, this indicates that Jesus is God in the flesh. And so you, you write these verses down uh, and you can take it and you can show somebody. From, if you just spent time, by the way, in just John chapter number 1... Uh, with somebody who is wondering about uh, whether Jesus is God, uh, you'll, you'll be miles ahead uh, of many other people. And it's apologetics. It's defense of the faith. But it's also, we should, be, we should learn <laughs> these verses. And also, it, there's no shame in not knowing the reference. Because you can find the reference. And today, with technology, uh, well, you, can just, you can just find it just uh, like that. The other day, I uh, was dealing with somebody, or last week, Sunday, I guess Sunday it was, uh, and, uh, and I said, hey, a merry heart doeth good like medicine. And they're like, that's in the Bible? I'm like, sure is. Where? I'm like, I don't know. 
And so I said, Google, where is the merry heart doing good like medicine? And, it's just, and it just brings up Proverbs, thing 27. All right. And, uh, and so if you, you, should, you should be familiar enough with the Bible that you'll be able to kind of quote, uh, maybe not verbatim, uh, know that these are in there, uh, in, the, in the Bible, and then be able to follow up and look it up, you know, even if somebody asks you or even before that. Uh, but um, it's good to know that Acts 20, uh, in verse number 28, uh, says this, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over to which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. All right. Um, you see just how just reading just the plain words uh, shows you that, I mean, did God the Father shed his blood? Amen. He did uh, in, in the instance that, that Jesus is God. Uh, but when we're trying to figure out from an academic standpoint uh, and try to explain this to people, uh, the word of God. So feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Uh, so that verse declares that God purchased His church with His own blood. Therefore, Jesus is God. Thomas the disciple uh, declared concerning Jesus in John chapter number 20, uh, in verse number 28. Uh, it says, uh, excuse me, uh, in John, or Acts 20, 28. No, where am I at? John 20, 28. Um, that he says, my Lord and my God. And when he said that, Jesus didn't correct him. Uh, and uh, in Titus 2, uh, in verse number 13, it says in Thomas, here we go, And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, my God, that's John 20, 28, Titus 2, 13, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. So, we, you know, who are we looking for to, to return? Jesus, right? Uh, but the scriptures say, looking for that glorious appearing of the great God, <laughs> And our Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, they're not like two people coming. Um, it's God, Jesus, uh, that is going to be uh, returning. Uh, and again, uh, there are, there's, there's plenty of others. Second Peter chapter number 1, uh, in verse number 1. And you don't need to turn to all of them to read all these. <laughs> but if you write them down, uh, and, uh, and you could, in fact, in your Bible. I don't have it in this Bible, but I remember when um, I, I bought my first study Bible. Uh, what I did was, um, well, I wanted to be an altar worker. Uh, even as a, as a teenager, if somebody was going to go forward and, and needed somebody to pray with them, I wanted to do that. And, uh, and, but I also wanted to be prepared uh, in case they asked me something. Uh, you know, what can I pray with you about? And they'd tell me, and I'm like, I don't know really anything about that. So what I did was uh, on uh, some, like a sticker, uh, like a, a page of paper, I wrote all these um, counseling verses and things out, the references out by category, uh, and then taped that because uh, it was adhesive and put that in the back um, uh, cover of my Bible uh, so that I could have a reference. But there are, there are all kinds of um, materials available today uh, that, uh, that, you can, that you can find that. Uh, but having some of those uh, ready uh, to be able to, to give to somebody is helpful. Simon Peter, a servant of Second uh, Peter 1, verse number 1, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Um, so every time that we, we see this phraseology in the Bible, it's not talking of two people. It's talking about the same 
the same individual, the same. So God the Father and our Son Jesus Christ. It's not both. It's not Team God and Team Jesus. Uh, it is a triune God that we serve. And so His followers, this of course being Peter, uh, writing uh, in, uh, in verifying uh, this fact under inspiration of Scripture, the writer of Hebrews, Paul, uh, my opinion, uh, says this in Hebrews 1 in verse number 8. Uh, about, uh, it says this, uh, But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. All right? So it says, Under the Son, God the Father says to the Son, Thy throne, O God. It's not contradictory words. It isn't word salad. Uh, this is God the Father saying to the Son um, that, uh, O God, uh, Thy throne, O God, uh, is forever and ever the scepter of right, is the scepter of Thy kingdom. Uh, it's God, uh, Jesus, one. Also, we're just, we're, just trying, we're just looking at verses about Jesus as God. We understand the Holy Spirit is God. Maybe that would be a, a sermon uh, for a, another, another day. And so in Hebrews 1.8, the Father declares of Jesus uh, about the Son, Thy throne, O God, uh, is forever. Uh, in Revelation, uh, an angel, and again, we're for in our adult Sunday school class in the auditorium, we're, we just started, we're two weeks into uh, going through the book of Revelation. <coughs> Probably going to take us 20 years. Uh, but uh, but we'll, uh, we'll get through it. Uh, and uh, it'd be nice for the Lord to come back while we're studying the book of Revelation. Uh, we go, oh, I just, I, you know, like, I just learned this, <laughs> you know, uh, you know as, the, as the Lord appears. Uh, but in Revelation, an angel instructed John, the apostle, uh, to only worship God. Uh, in Revelation 19, verse number 10, he says, as I, And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, uh, See thou do it not. Uh, I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit uh, of prophecy. Uh, so um, John, uh, of course, in referencing Jesus, uh, is saying worship, uh, worship God. Uh, several times in the Bible, Jesus receives uh, worship, uh, again without rebuking, Matthew chapter number 2, verse 11. And when they were come into the house... They saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. Uh, and when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, and uh, so uh, people worshipped uh, him uh, as God. In uh, Matthew fourteen thirty three, Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Uh, as they, uh, Matthew 28, 9, uh, and as they went to all his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet uh, and worshipped him. Matthew twenty-eight seventeen. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, uh, but some doubted. Um, John 9, verse 38. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Uh, that's Luke 24, rather, verse 52. Uh, in John 9, 38, and he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. So, uh, so his followers, the disciples, uh, the apostles in particular, uh, we find uh, through John, Titus, Hebrews, uh, the book of Acts, uh, Matthew, uh, all of the Gospels, there's re, um, uh, as different people saw or they wrote under inspiration, God using their uh, specific personalities, etc., um, all uh, claimed to worship Jesus as God. Uh, so, Jesus claimed to be God. 
his followers declared him to be God. Uh, and, uh, and then, um, you know, with the question, is Jesus God? Um, here's some reasons uh, why Jesus must be God. All right. Uh, turn with me to 1 John chapter number 2. Uh, 1 John chapter number 2. And I, and I used this verse this morning uh, and, uh, for the word propitiation uh, in uh, the sermon uh, in the AM service. The Bible says in 1 John 2 verse 2, And He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. The most important reason that Jesus must be God is that if He is not God, His death would not have been sufficient to pay uh, the penalty um, for sin, uh, the sins of the world. So a created being couldn't do that. Um, a good, you know, a good man, uh, a good prophet, uh, a you know, could not could not do that, uh, and to die uh, for the sins of the world. So if he wasn't God, uh, he could not pay uh, the infinite penalty required uh, to appease uh, the wrath of God. Only God could pay such a price. Uh, in Second Corinthians chapter number uh, five, in verse twenty-one. The scriptures say, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Revelation 1.8 says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and was and which is to come, the Almighty. Uh, Revelation 22 verse 13, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Uh, Simon Peter in 2 Peter 1.1 again uh, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So Jesus um, must be God uh, or our faith uh, is a vain faith. Uh, we are in error. Uh, and, uh, and again, we've been duped uh, by um, uh, somebody who is not a good man. We know and praise the Lord he is. Uh, and that he is God, uh, and we believe, but there are people all around you uh, in your workplace that do not believe that Jesus is God. They believe that uh, he's, they can believe he is the Son of God, uh, but that falls short uh, of, of what the scriptures teach about him. Uh, and it's why, for example, you know, um, I don't like when people take the name of the Lord in vain, uh, but, but I also don't like, you know, the irreverent, like, dear baby Jesus, um, in, in all that. Remember, Jesus in the manger is God, Amen. all right, and, uh, and deserves uh, our utmost respect and reverence. That's why I don't like the word reverend, because that's a name for God. Uh, so, so, again, even if it's like, you know, we might, we might think it's just kind of, well, it's not even we think it. We've just been conditioned. Uh, into accepting uh, blasphemous, irreverent, um, you know, references uh, to the thrice holy God of the Bible. Um, and, 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 and we kind of push back at it because we don't want to be going around, um, you know, in, in rebuking people all the time. Uh, but can we just do it sometime? Amen. Most of the time? More than what we are uh, presently doing it? Uh, you know, that we've got to start somewhere. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, when you, um, you know, there are times where you can make it known that you're a Christian and a lot of the language and stuff around you gets toned down and people do that out of respect for you. 
So you should live your life in, as a testimony and light for Jesus that people would, would do that. I I've, I've just recently was telling somebody about when I'm back in, uh, in Superior, um, how family members will temper things that they're doing if we're around so that, so that Amy and I and my kids at the time uh, could come and be present. Uh, and, uh, and, um, and I feel like um, that's a good thing. Um, not everybody would understand that. So if we're at a wedding reception and the booze doesn't come out at the wedding reception because they would just, we'd, we'd high and we'd, we'd, the food would come out and we would eat and, uh, and, and we, just, we just knew that they all wanted to party. So we would eat our food, we'd say our, you know, uh, our hellos, goodbyes, and congratulations, and then we would leave and then the booze would come out. And, um, but, and please don't misunderstand me, I think all of that was part of the fact that you know, God has saved me and changed me and, and, uh, and that we, we tried to be salt and light and live for the Lord in front of them. And there was a certain amount of consistency that came with that, that, uh, that in a way earned that kind of respect. Uh, and uh, so the more you would say, you know, hey, you know, um, I just don't appreciate you, you know, you doing that. And I've tried to even joke with people. It's like, well, you know, if I, if I you think about the, your, your mama jokes and, you know, somebody talks about your mama uh, and them are fighting words. You know, don't you be talking about my mama like that. Well, don't let anybody talk about your father like that. And, uh, and so just in, with the same tone, it's like, hey, don't be talking about my, my father. And it would probably like, it might even give you a chance to witness to him. What do you mean your father? Well, you know, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but uh, at least it's like, hey, um, and, uh, and you, you call him on that. So is Jesus God? Jesus claimed to be God. Uh, his followers declared him to be God. There are reasons, not just, there's more than what I referenced about the fact that he must be God. Uh, otherwise, our faith is in vain. But there are other scriptural uh, facts as well, and I've got seven of them, and uh, it's ten minutes still, so I'm going to read them uh, to you with the references. Got your pen? Uh, we'll write them down, and, uh, and we won't keep you here much longer. All of God's people said, Amen. all right, you unspiritual people. And, um, all right, uh, so, yeah, five hours from now as I get through point number seven. Um, um, the Bible, the, there's other, I've, I've just put this other scriptures and facts. The Bible teaches that there's one true God. Um, Deuteronomy 6, 4 uh, would be a reference uh, about him being the true God. Uh, 1 Corinthians 8, 6. So maybe we've got an Old Testament verse, maybe a New Testament verse. Uh, because inevitably you show somebody an Old Testament verse and they go, well, that's Old Testament. All right. Um, and so it's always good to have a New Testament. Uh, but... Another study, uh, and you can look this up, you know, you could, um, I mean, it's so many references to the Old Testament, people quoting the Old Testament in the New Testament. So when someone says, well, that's Old Testament, it's like, okay, this is in the New Testament, quoting the Old Testament. Well, you know, okay, all right, time out. This is Jesus, um, who wrote the Old Testament, (laughs) uh, and the New Testament, he wrote it all. So Jesus is quoting the Old Testament scripture. So it's not obsolete. Uh, and uh, so, um, well, I think, well, I said, well, I think Jesus knows more than you do. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, there's so many ways to go. I, I kind of look at a witness sometime as the, uh, those books to where you can, you can choose alternate endings uh, and go to this page or that page. You kind of like, if you say this, you can anticipate uh, the person saying this or that. And then you know, okay, if they say this, then I'm going to go to this reference. If they say that, I'm going to go to this one. 
Uh, and uh, and I, I enjoy, uh, you know, that aspect uh, of, of, of being able to give Scripture. Not say the debate, because my flesh, I love to debate. And I love to argue. <coughs> and to make my point or to, to, to win the fight. But, but here's the thing. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of vain uh, and a waste of time to try to win, you know, biblical arguments with people who are not um, subject to the law of God, neither can be. If they're not saved, um, then, you know, me even teaching them about whatever, this is a sin. Like, I'll, I'll, like I think that it's, um, I think that smoking is terrible. It's terrible for you. It gives you cancer. Um, and, uh, and, and, and all, all, it makes you smell, okay? Uh, and, uh, you know, somebody kisses you, they say kissing a smoker is like, like licking an ashtray, uh, is what people would say. It's nasty, okay? Um, but I don't think that it's a sin for a lost person to smoke cigarettes. Why would it be? There's no Bible verse that says thou shalt not smoke. I've heard, I don't know how many times I've heard that. Show me in the Bible where it says thou shalt not smoke. Uh, and, uh, and I just, you know, whatever. But for a Christian, I think it's a sin. Uh, from everything from testimony and, you know, your body temple, there's principles, biblical principles that we apply uh, to the vice of smoking cigarettes, okay? Uh, but if, if I'm talking to somebody who's not born again, and I say, well, it's a sin to smoke cigarettes, I mean, I'd have a hard time, you know, uh, winning that argument. Um, so I, I don't, you say you don't tell people they shouldn't smoke. I said, the Surgeon General tells you not to smoke. Uh, and, uh, and people, you know, um, so anyways, the Bible teaches that there is one true God and, uh, and there are many scriptures around that. Uh, another one, the Bible teaches that Jesus preexisted before the world began. Uh, Genesis 1.1 uh, will, uh, is a good place to take people uh, to show them the preexistence uh, of, uh, of uh, the Trinity, uh, and where, and again, we're created in, uh, so let me create, let's create man in our image. Uh, and, uh, and so you could say, my image? No, it says our image. So what does that, what does that mean? More than one. Right. So who's there? You know, is there, you know, and so these are just ways to, to reason uh, with people and give them scripture. John 1.1 1, 1 would be a New Testament equivalent to that, which we read a moment ago. Um, Jesus is, um, the, is the creator, not the creature. Well, let's turn to this one, Colossians chapter number 1. <coughs> Colossians chapter number 1. It's in my Bible. Hold on. I'm almost there. I always try to remember the whole General Electric Power Company. General Electric Power Company. Uh, Colossians in 1, verse number 15 and 16. The Bible says, Who uh, is the image, speaking of Christ, uh, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by Him and for Him. Um, so usually if, you, if you're talking to uh, um, somebody who uh, at least would give a nod to uh, biblical creation, uh, you say, well, who created everything? And they say, well, God created everything. That is correct. And then you can go to Colossians 1, 
uh, and, uh, and show that he's speaking, that the Word of God speaking of Jesus, all things were created by him uh, and for him. Uh, and, uh, and so he's the creator, not another created creature. Uh, and that's why we worship him. The Jewish leaders recognizes Jesus' claim to divinity. I'll just give you some references. Mark chapter number 2, verses 5 through 7. Chapter number 14, uh, verses 61 and 62. And then, by the way, when you look up these, if you have a study Bible, and not even you know, one that's got a lot of notes, whatever, uh, how many of you got in the middle of your Bible uh, a column that's got Bible verses in it? All right. Those are all cross-references uh, and that you can look up. And so when you're studying... Uh, and you want more info, more, more verses about that, you can look up those verses. So uh, most of our Bibles will have uh, you know, some of those cross-references right there in the middle. Um, the early church prayed to Jesus uh, and, uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1. The early church worshipped Jesus. We touched on that a little bit. Uh, but, but Jesus also made claims that no human being could ever make. Um, uh, let's turn to Matthew chapter number 7 uh, as an example. Matthew chapter number 7 in verse number 21. <clears throat> Again, I didn't even take the time to print all these, all these out. Um, but uh, Matthew 7, uh, for example, verse 21 uh, says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. I'm like, who could say that? Um, there's no human being could, could make a claim like that. Verse 23, and, when, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I mean, you know, if, if you were a, a follower of Jesus, not an apostle, disciple, uh, but a follower of Jesus, and you're hearing him preach sermons, um, you had to, you know, you had to pick up what he was throwing down, all right? Uh, it was, you know, the, the, the personal pronouns uh, and that what he would, he would say, um, you know, I'm sure there are people like, did he, did he really say that? Because they knew people can't say that. No, I mean, no human being uh, could make claims like Jesus was claiming. Uh, you know, uh, Matthew chapter number 11, uh, it's one of my favorite um, uh, parts in the Bible, verses 28 down through verse number 30, Matthew 11. Jesus, um, the good man, the, the good prophet, uh, the, the carpenter uh, from Nazareth. Um, isn't, isn't that, you know, Jesus of Nazareth? You know, we know his, his mom and his dad uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, his brothers and sisters. Right. Uh, there are other family members that were there. Uh, that's just a, a nudge that uh, Mary's not a perpetual virgin uh, and she shouldn't be worshipped. All right. And uh, so um, it, she's blessed of, of, among all women <laughs> and in and, and a, and a tremendous. But, but she is not. She makes statues. Don't, you don't worship Mary. Uh, and uh, and that is uh, um, uh, idolatrous. But he says, come unto come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now we know he's talking, we're supposed to take on Jesus' yoke. But when he's saying this to people then, um, it's, it, it, it's, a whole, it's a whole new ball game. Um, no, you know, no human being uh, could, could do, uh, could take the burdens and, uh, and make that exchange with other people. So as you read the Gospels and the life of Christ, you can come across Lots of these. 
Uh, and, you could, and you could even go to somebody and say, you know, how could, how could Jesus, or how could Jesus make this claim if he was just a man, if he was just a good prophet? Um, and, you know, the only answer, real answer, true answer would be, well, he couldn't. Um, because he is God. He did, and he did say this, and he can, and he will. And if you come to him, you can find peace with God and the peace, uh, peace of God. Uh, and it's a way to seg- segue into uh, uh, witnessing to them and sharing the gospel with them. So uh, these are some verses tonight that I just wanted to, in part because they're on the uh, front of my mind and having dealt with it uh, as a question. Um, but, um, you know, oh, well, let me just ask this. How many of you have ever had somebody ask you, <laughs> is Jesus God? Um, only, only one. <laughs> uh, so here's, here's, what, here's what I want to say, uh, and I'll meddle, and it'll be a great transition into our, um, our invitation tonight. Everybody in this room should have people that ask them that question. And the reason people don't ask you that question is because you don't talk about, enough about Jesus. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, that's just the truth. People will ask a reason, the hope that is in you, but they have to have a reason to ask you. And so if you talk about Jesus, and I'm not just, to, you know, like, I love Jesus t-shirt to work or whatever. Um, you know, you should, you know, lifestyle evangelism uh, has made us absolutely lazy and um, has given a tremendous victory to Satan. Um, you know, we should, we're light, and we should live our lives in front of people. They're supposed to see our good works, glorify our Father in heaven. But it's not just that. You know, when you stand before God at the judgment seat of Christ, He's going to ask you, did you were you a soul winner? Did you, did you tell people the good news of the gospel? I mean, that's really why we're here. And, um, and, and what are you going to say? Well, I, I lived you in front of them. And then I hope when we say that, that Jesus says, did you really? And then, and then goes, let's all look at the screen over here. Uh, and then and does the replay. I kind of like that commercial, like, oh, she said this. Like, no, I didn't. It's like, or the, the person that you left, the, you left the, uh, the, the window open on the car. No, I didn't. And they throw the penalty. They want to look at the, re- the replay. I hope God has replay uh, in heaven. Because we're going to go like, I, you know. And again, we're so depraved uh, that we would just write to our Savior's face. Who knows what we think before we even think it. Well, I, and, uh, and it just, you know, I, I don't know. Um, uh, we think we can pull one over on God, and we just really can't. Uh, so if, if you've never had the opportunity, um, how many of you ever had a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon knock on your door? Okay. There was an opportunity. And you say, well, the Bible says don't even bid them Godspeed. Uh, and uh, that goes to uh, the, our temperament with them. Uh, and, uh, but we all know people, you know, I, my, one of my favorite things to do, uh, is to act dumb, uh, around Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons and just ask them questions. I bait them right in and I love it. All right. And, uh, and so, um, but, but you can't do that if you're unarmed. And so arm yourself with the word of God. Uh, and uh, in, um, in be, be a witness to them. Is Jesus God? Yes, he is. And there's plenty of verses that you can share with people. Let's all stand tonight, and, um, and maybe by way of invitation this evening, be like, God, I want an opportunity uh, to share the good news with somebody uh, and to help glorify you by sharing the fact that you 
Lord our God in the flesh. Please put somebody in my pathway. And here's what's wonderful thing about that. You can pray, God, put somebody in my pathway that I can share the good news with. And every one of us can leave this building in, 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 in a matter of minutes. Be in front of a, a warm body with ears that you can share the gospel with. But the reason we don't pray those prayers is because we know we just really don't want to do it. And, uh, and so um, uh, it's just we all, uh, myself included, uh, we all need to be better uh, at proclaiming the gospel uh, and, uh, and learning all these verses. Um, not necessarily every reference, uh, but arming ourselves, equipping, equipping ourselves with Scripture uh, that we can share with other people. Let's pray that God would use us in that way. As the panel begins to play tonight, uh, if God spoke into your heart, let's just spend a couple minutes with Him and, and ask Him. Uh, so I don't want to ask Him because He'll just do it. Well, you know, 